Hey y'all, welcome back to the coffee table. Yes, it is me, the Prince of Petty, your educated black man. That is me, Marcus Howell. So I have been away for some time now doing some things and have not been able to record or publish any of my lovely podcast thoughts, ideas, etc. Um, but I am back with you all today. Um, I have been traveling across the lovely country of America. Um, I went to Los Angeles uh, to go and interview at the Place and Exchange as I am soon to be graduating from this thing called grad school with a master's degree. Woot, woot. Um, But anyway, so I've been doing all things that was that. um, And in between traveling, between interviews and on-campus interviews and all of that fun stuff, I have also had a crap ton of homework to catch up on as well. I like to say get ahead of, but, you know, there's no such thing as getting ahead in schoolwork in grad school because it just keeps coming Um, It's like a spider that you cannot find in your room that keeps biting your ass at night. Um, But anyway, that's soon to be over because I am about 42, 41 days away from graduation. And I would like to thank all of my friends, family, and everybody who have supported me on this long two-year journey. It has been a wonderful time, but it is time to move on and do new things and do great um, you know, see where the Lord is going to take me. Um, but yes, yeah, so that is a long introduction of why I have not been around. Um, and today I'm going to bring a topic to you all that is all me, just me. And if you are feeling like you don't want to just listen to my voice today, oh, real. so we're going to jump right in. Um, how do I want to introduce this? So, you know, a couple of days back, I said a couple of days, it's more like about a week or so um, ago, it was spring break. The wonderful time where you're supposed to be breaking in spring because you have been working straight nonstop throughout the semester with only one day of vacation. But yes, anyway, it was spring break and I was at home and I was talking to my mother. Um, I was talking to my mother about all these different things that have been going on in life. Um, All the things that have been shaking me, snatching my wig, scalping me, sending me to the emergency room. Everything that is everything that is everything. Um, And anyway, we started talking and I introduced some information to her and it led her to ask me, do you have anger issues? And I was like, I don't know. Maybe I do. Uh, But anyways, me and my mother talked for maybe like 10 to 15 minutes about me and my problems with expressing my emotions. Um, But also, uh, I brought back to school and I told people, and I was like, yeah, ha, 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 ha. My mother told me that I had anger issues. Um... (laughs) And people were, why am I being so animated right now? I don't know. But anyway, it's going to continue happening. Um, But anyway, I was talking to a few people at school. And, you know, when other people started telling me, oh, maybe you do have anger issues, I was like, uh, I don't know if that's the truth. And I don't know if you have the right to tell me those things. You're not my mother and everything that you say is not okay with me. Um... So anyway, 
that had me thinking, do I have anger issues or does this world we live in fear emotion? Yes, I said it. Do we as a society fear emotion? Um, so I was sitting here thinking about the movie um, Inside Out and I was just thinking about how much it had motivated me to be someone who was able to just sit in my feelings and allow me to recognize that I'm going to go through a bunch of different emotions as a human. Um, and I was okay with that. But the more and more that I go through life, I keep introducing myself to all these people who just seem like they want to be happy. They seem like they want to be happy 100% of the time. And they seem like they feel guilty or bad about things when they don't have happy emotions. Um, and so I'm always in my own head. I think about things um, nonstop uh, <laughs> all the time, just always in my head, like, okay, let's run this marathon one more time. Um, and it is always amazing to me that I come to the conclusion all of the time that I think that us as people are scared of our emotions. We're scared of what it might do for relationships. We're scared of what it might do for us ourselves. We're scared of what it might do for our future in terms of jobs and all of that stuff. Um, and I'm here to say that, like, why do you have to have fear about doing something that is a natural reaction to being a human? Um, the idea that you have to walk around on eggshells because you don't want people to know that you're upset, sad, uh, any other type of emotions that you think have a negative connotation attached to them. Um, I was talking to a friend one day and she had recently listened to, um, she had recently, I think we had a phone conversation or something like that. And my reaction towards things uh she was just like oh my gosh stop freaking out all the time you need to learn how to let things go and i was just sitting there thinking like why do i always have to accommodate the feelings of other people so i can be what america or what society wants me to be and forget about my feelings that doesn't make sense to me, but anyway, I shall continue on. Um, and we were just having this conversation, and then we got caught up in the idea that, like, we do a lot of things on a regular basis that we don't, we wouldn't normally do. We try to control ourselves a little bit too much, and it forces us to have responses that are then uncontrollable to an extent that is no coming back from. Um, let me dive in a little bit more. So when I think about my own self and how I interact with people, I'm someone who lets my emotions pretty much out on the table when they really are attacking me. Um, I am a cancer, so yes, I am sensitive. If you have something to say, catch me outside, just playing. Um, but anyway, just going down that lane, I'm someone who does put my emotions out there. Lately, I will say that I'm someone who has been trying to bottle up my emotions because the spaces that I've been in, I haven't really been allowed to express myself without making other people feel uncomfortable. Um, but anyway, I'm going down this rabbit hole of the idea that 
you bottle up or you com- you suppress all of these other feelings that you have that you want to naturally release. But then you create this monster on the other side that is going to be much harder to control because your emotions have been bottled up. So on a regular basis, when people are telling me that I need to not be angry or I need to think about the good things or I need to not stress out, it's hard for me because I'm just thinking to myself, how am I really supposed to express myself then if every time that I express myself in a way that is not the most positive, a happy, smiling way, why does it have to be such a downer for everyone else? Why can't it be me releasing my emotions? Um, And so over the last, I would say, couple of years, um, I have been a person that has been in a space where I've been kind of forced to not allow my emotions to get the best of me in spaces with other people. But guess what? They still get the best of me because then they create all of these irrational thoughts in my head that cause a lot of different anxiety issues for me as a person. So now, not am I only dealing with all of the emotions that I had previously, but I also have this new set of emotions that are not allowing me to feel the best about myself. Um, And I was talking with one of my mentors about the idea of being caught up in my own head, and it's true. Like, I think that the only times that I really get caught up in my own head is when I feel like I'm in a space where I'm not able to say things and get things off of my chest without seeming like the big, the big bad person. I don't even want to say the big bad black guy because, you know, ethnicity race is excluded from this at that moment. Yes, it does play a part in how people react to your emotions sometimes, but I'm going to exclude that little nugget for now just because I think that it's happening to everybody. Like, people are not allowed to express themselves because they're afraid of what other people are going to say. And so I'm just sitting here and I'm wondering, like, how do we move past this idea that being emotional or having emotions is something that is so bad. So, you know, your boy did something. He did something educated. Um, I went and looked up online uh, some history. Yes, history. I did some research. Check me out. Um, master's degree in hand already, right? Uh, um, but anyway, I went and did some some lovely research about emotions because I do research and look up things all of the time that I have questions about that I don't want to talk to other people about because, you know, sometimes it's not easy to engage with everyone about conversation that you think is relevant. Um, But anyway, I looked up this timeline and it kind of talked about the expression of feelings and how it has definitely changed over time, which got me thinking how, damn, everything in this society is constructed by what other people want us to do, and it sucks. But we don't really think about it until it really affects us more than we would like it to. But anyway, when I was reading the research, I want to say that it talked about sadness being one of the feelings that people were expected to have. Um, They wanted people to feel bad for themselves to create this pity. It was just like this moment of where you moped 
and you groaned and you felt like a piece of crap was a normal thing and it was a good thing. But then we slowly transitioned into this new lifestyle where we gotta be happy all the time. We have to be smiling. Where we are walking down the street and people are like, you should smile more. And it's like, why do I need to smile more if I'm happy? Like, does smiles really create the idea that you're happy? I don't think so. Um, just because, let's be honest, uh, we our emotions aren't really reactions to everything the most appropriate way. I laugh in nervous situations, and laughter is supposed to be for happy comedy times. And I'm pretty sure when a bird dives at your head and almost pecks your face off, that's not a fun, happy time. That's more of a terrifying thing where I should be screaming and running like a chicken with my head cut off. But no, I'm giggling and snorting and laughing because I'm nervous that I'm going to die by being impaled by a bird. Um, but anyway, just moving on. Yeah, I think that it's weird that we continue to put ourselves in these spaces where we're like, you know, bro, I think that you have an anger issue because you say what's on your mind that upsets you. Nobody's able to ever move past things because they probably keep all of the things that make them upset or make them sad or whatever bottled up on a regular basis. Um, I'm going to need you to take a step back and release that energy. It is nothing but energy that will get you to move on to new and improve things in your life. Um, when I think about people that I've interacted with over my time um, of being on this earth, yes, for 25 lovely years, you all, I'm a quarter. Um, I just think about all of the people that I've interacted with, and I think that the percentage of people that... I've interacted with that talk about things that happened years and years ago that upset them is higher than the like percentage of people that talk about things that don't upset them but yet you know we living in this weird world where me wanting to talk about my feelings on a regular basis to get those thoughts out of my head is a negative thing versus the other people that kind of smile and gleam and fake their happiness when they're really not happy is a better option better option i'm just sitting here rambling at this moment but you know it's the truth and i also told you at the beginning of my podcast series that you were going to get moments just like this where i was going to think a thought and i was going to get online and i was going to post it so be prepared more of these thoughts are coming um but anyway just thinking about how emotions are just one of the most stupid things that we allow to kind of like put us in this space where we can't have people that are friends because they're too negative. Maybe you're not negative enough. <laughs> um, yes, that sounds weird coming out of my mouth, but maybe you're not negative enough. Maybe that person is someone who can look at the full picture and acknowledge all of their real feelings versus you, someone that's going to say, everything happens in life for a reason. I bet you wasn't thinking that when your credit card was declined at Target when you wanted them uh, new swimsuits, were you? 
everything happens for a reason, right? Go put it back. Put it back on the rack. But anyway, it's just weird to me how we have used emotions to create our relationships with people on a regular basis. And now I know some people may be thinking, well, you know, other people's emotions do affect how you act and interact with people on a regular basis. You know, that only happens when you're easily influenced by the people that are around you. Everyone that comes into your life, I think, brings a special gift. Something that is meant to teach you a lesson about yourself or about other people that you have been around for a regular time in your life. You know, I love to live by the thing that some people are for a season and some people are for a lifetime. And maybe those people that you think that are just that darn negative are here for a season to teach you that, you know, it's okay to express your feelings, even if everyone else around you thinks that it's the most negative thing possible. Now, some of you may be sitting at home thinking that, uh-oh, Marcus has gone wild. He's upset about something. That is why he's on this podcast, because this is a way of him venting. Well, guess what? You're partly right. Um, but partly, but I also thought that it was important for me to put my message out there because, you know, I created this platform for a reason because I have thoughts and I want to share them. Um, now the number of people that it may reach, you know, that is whatever. I'm not here trying to be impressive or create a career in something that maybe isn't my career path. I don't know. But anyway, I just want to bring those things out and share them with you. So that was one of the first things that was on my mind uh, as I've gone through these last couple of weeks. Um, I think just recently having my mom reintroduce that topic to me uh, when she asked me that question was something that I was just like, damn, I should really, really, really think about that a little bit more. Yes, it's only been a couple of days, and I may think more and change my mind on certain things later, but you know, we're living in the moment. We're living in the right now. That's what we're supposed to do, right? YOLO. But yeah, so thinking about that, I just want to wrap that up. I don't want to linger on too long because I think that it could get kind of boring of me just sitting here and being like, hey, y'all. I think that you shouldn't embrace the other opportunities to express your emotions on a regular basis. Even if people think that you're a negative Nancy or a sad Sally or whatever, or anxious or always whatever, whatever people think about you, be you, do you, do you. Don't allow those people to bring you down. Don't allow them to affect you. Because it's uncalled for and unnecessary. So, anyway, I'm going to move on. What is there else to talk about? Oh, I did say that I was going to share a little bit of my journey with you all about uh, job searching at the moment um, and the feelings that have been raised up. So, first, we're going to take a moment to say... I am currently editing this lovely video diary that I did while I was in TPE. Um, I think that it is fun and exciting to have something that is visually appealing for people to kind of 
look at when they ask you, what was it like to be at a TPE? Well, guess what? You'll get a daily update on this lovely video diary that I did. Um, once I have more time to actually like dive into those things when I'm not studying or writing a paper or looking up some research or benchmarking something or whatever that has to do with school, I'm going to be working on that. Um, side note, I sound like I really hate school. I don't. I really don't. I actually love school. I don't love grades, but I love school. If I could be in school for the rest of my life, I would. Side note ended. But anyway, so my job search process has been pretty exciting for the most part. Uh, I've had some opportunities to meet some great people and meet some great schools, regardless of not if I've moved on further enough in their process. I think that during this time, I've definitely been learning a lot about myself in terms of how I react to my nerves when approaching people. Um, and just about building networking, building rapport with people. Um, I kind of learned that although Relator is in my top five, um, I suck just a tad bit at networking sometimes. Um, <laughs> but I only say that because, you know, I'm also an introvert. And I think that during this time of searching for a job, there's a lot of people that like to have these small talk moments with you and kind of figure out the quick stuff and I'm just kind of like you know let's dive into something real let's talk about the politics in this country let's talk about uh the issues that black people are facing let's talk about the issues that LGBT people are facing let's talk about something real I don't really care to know where you got your shoes from then I have to stop and think not everybody's willing to dive into conversation like that so you have to meet people where they're at. So that's definitely something that I've been picking on, picking up on during my time of job searching is that I need to let my guards down sometimes so that people can get in and understand who I am a little bit more, even if it is the simple stuff. Simple stuff is okay for people to know about you. Um, I don't think people always have to know the big and the flashy as much as that stuff is cool. It's not always necessary that they know that first. Um, but I talked about my nerves and how I've definitely been learning a lot about that. Um, nerves screw you up. Um, to me, they're associated with stress and all of that fun stuff. And I've always thought of stress as this like weird, unnecessary thing that causes a buildup of cortisol and all of that fun stuff that causes body issues and stress is just not good but you know your man was out here again looking up research watching TED talk and I came across this thing that talked about how to make stress your friend yes that's right how to make stress your friend for someone who that who was always taught that stress was negative and that you shouldn't want it in your life and that it does nothing because issues to your body that are bad, I learned something new. Um, I'm always trying to gain new perspectives and try to translate new things into my life because I want to be a better person for myself, not necessarily for everyone because, you know, other people can create issues for you that are unnecessary. But being the best person for yourself is the part that's going to allow you to live this life that is enjoyable and 
appreciated and all of the things above. So I've done nothing but work on trying to enjoy and better myself during this year so far. Um, and if you read my blog, you'll know I have some words that I'm using to describe how I want to live this year or whatnot. I'm failing partially, but moments like this is where I'm like, oh, you thriving. So anyway, I watched this um, TED Talk where this lady talked about how to make stress your friend. She is a neuropsychologist or something like that. Um, and she talked about the idea that when you think about stress in negative ways, it causes negative effects. When you think about stress in positive ways, it causes positive effects on your body. Now, for those of you that are out there that's like, I always think about stress in a positive way. Good for you. I didn't. Um, and so I had to learn. And yes, it's recent. So it's something that's on my mind that translated into my job search. Um, but it is something that I've been trying to apply and I realized have actually worked. So one of the things that she talked about was one of the main things that people experience when feeling stressed out is their um, heart beating rapidly. She was like, you know, just think of it as energy to pump yourself up before you go into that meeting or that presentation or that interview, whatever that it is. Just think of it positively that it's giving you some energy to go be the best you that you can possibly be. So yes, step one, you got to think about that rapid heartbeat as good things because you don't want any type of heart arrhythmia or any of that weird stuff. Heart issues are a no. Um, and then the other thing she talked about was the heavy breathing. And so people that breathe in and out all of the time, in and out, in and out, and it's at a rapid pace, she was like, Take time to think about it in the fact that you're getting extra oxygen to your brain. And so, you know, your brain will be functioning at its best capacity. So you'll be prepared. You heard that, uh, that enthusiasm that, uh, I can't think of the word right now. Moving on. Um, you want to be prepared to take over and do everything well because your brain is getting the oxygen that it needs. And so let me break this down. I just recently came off of a campus uh, interview um, on one of the coasts of the United States of America, I almost said the University of America. Uh, yes, there's a school called America, but not there. Um, but I just recently traveled to the coast woot, woot, um, to interview with a school. I started interviewing at about 8.30 in the morning and didn't finish till about 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock at night. Um, and I interviewed with a multitude of people. And during that time, I went through two interviews where I was nervous as ever. I couldn't stop like thinking about the bad stuff. I mean, I was able to get the things out that I wanted to say, but sometimes in my head, I was double checking myself and being like, bruh, are you doing things the best way possible? And I wasn't able to like say yes or no. I wasn't able to feel confident in myself. But then I took a time, a moment to realize that just think about all of the things that you learned in that TED talk and apply them as you go into this next interview. Um, and so I went into the last interview of the day. Yes, unfortunately, I didn't calm myself down and my nerves down until I got to the end of the day. Um, but I'm human, whatever. 
Um, and I put myself in this place where I was like, you know, this heartbeat, this is energy. This oxygen, this is information and education. Let me go in here and teach these people. So for an hour interview, I probably felt the most comfortable, the most confident, the most prepared that I've ever had. Um, it's weird to think about the fact that like during an interview where I kind of put this vibe in my head that I didn't care, but I cared. Like I had to not care to make myself feel comfortable, but I also had to care because it is a job interview and your boy needs some money. Um, but anyway, it was just amazing to think about the wild differences of feelings when I left that interview versus when I left the three or four other ones that happened at the beginning of the day. I was able to walk out and people were like, how did you think it went? And I go, you know, I think it went really well. They're going to call me. They're going to offer me, let me not say that, I'm speaking into existence, but existence, but I'm not going to be cocky about that. But regardless, um, thinking about those things that she talked about really made me thrive during that interview. Um, so, but besides nerves and networking, during this time, I've also just learned to not be so uptight. I'm a very uptight human individual. I don't sleep most nights that well because I'm constantly on a battle in my head thinking about everything that's going on in life. Um, but again, that is that portion of me that hasn't learned how to manage everything yet in a positive way. Um, but during the time that I've been on these interviews, I've had to pull myself out of this uptight mode um, and enter into this just relaxation of being there and realizing that what is for me is for me and being okay with that. Um, I don't like to spend too much time or harp around things that I can't change um, because it's just that, like, I can't change those things, um, especially, like, during the interview process for school, for a new job, like, people are gonna like you, but they're gonna like other people better, or people are just gonna find someone that they think fits their institution better, and I can't be the person that is worried and consumed by the thought that, like, what didn't I do well enough? Maybe I did perfect, but my perfect is not their perfect, or it's just not as high as they want it to be. And I have to be okay with being someone who has to take some losses to learn from them and excel in the future. Um, there's definitely nothing better than realizing where you've gone wrong and improving on those things and striking the next time and, you know, walking away with that gold so is definitely it has definitely been a time of just growth again um i can't stress it enough in a good way that growth is something that is so positive and so needed in your life um and you can only do it when you're being conscious and aware about the choices and the things that you're doing no, we're not going to do it perfect all of the time um, because, I mean, we're just, we're human. We're, we're not perfect. Um, 
but you're, you're gonna keep striving you're gonna keep doing those things that you want to do to just be the best you so I mean I'm out here and I'm living my best life and I want everybody to live their best life as well which is one of the main reasons why I thought you know I'm gonna record this podcast regardless of having no guests or regardless of having the feelings that some people may not like it because they're gonna think that it's a waste of time and it's me babbling on um but it's just me again sharing some thoughts that I have that I would normally do in my blog so it's no different um and I just wanted to do it on a different platform, especially because I haven't posted in a long time. So I figured I would get it up and running again to make sure that you all didn't miss out on some time on the coffee table. Uh, but anyway, yes, I appreciate you all for staying tuned and staying a group of people that come back. Uh, to me, is great, even with the small audience. Um that I have, I'm not here to like try to become the next, you know, big podcast thing. It's just literally something for me to do to express myself, to have fun in a creative way, doing things that I enjoy doing, and just staying true to myself. But anyway, I will catch you all on the next episode that is The Coffee Table. It's your boy, The Prince of petty your educated black man that's me and i am signing off the coffee table bye